Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. All right, cool. I'm, uh, I'm mixing some, uh... Medicine? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's the, the remix of medicine. I'm, I poured it in a big bucket right now, and I'm mixing it with a whisk. So uh, if I die, it's very important that you remember what I did. <laughs> just sca- and just scale it back just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I made it extra, extra strength. So you just want to go one extra, and you should be all right. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, but uh yeah dude today was uh it was it was a, a a brutal one let me call you right back yeah yeah little uh, remix drop drop it drop it drop it drop it crush oh son pass me the medicine medicine remix medicine remix doctors and choose mixing and remixing and sampling here on anchor hey guys i just wanted to let you know i'm hanging out with someone and they said that they listened to your station and loved it just wanted to give you that feedback i really love everything that you all are doing and saying over there keep up the good work Salute. Oh, I, lo- I love that story. What a what a fantastic story. Dope as fuck. Okay, so I absolutely had to call him because I need to know. Like, doctors, y'all, like, does this actually work? Please tell me it works. Thanks. Uh, this sounds absurd and impossible. Is it? Would love your medical opinion. Thanks. <laughs> Talk to you later. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Only on Anchor. Support for today's Medicine Remix show is brought to you by Budafed, a non-drowsy 24-hour extended release tablet to free your attachments and decongest your expectations all day long. Budafed, decongest your soul. Now, back to mindfully mixing medicine on Medicine Remix, only on Anchor. your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. I made a trip uh, from upstate New York uh, uh, to New York City. And uh, there was two monks, like from Tibet, uh, who were needing a ride because uh, they were trying to get to uh, to Penn Station because they were gonna take a, a bus from there. Long story. Anyway, so I say, yeah, man, I could give you guys a ride. They were friends of a mutual friend of mine. As long as you're taking the eightfold path to yeah, get here. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm super excited, right? I'm thinking, well, that's awesome. I ride with a couple monks. So uh, monks get in the car, and now. Uh, here we are. There's me and two monks and a bunch of luggage. And we're just talking. And 
I, there's something every question that you ever wanted to ask a monk you know like i, I started just start asking like the stupid like have you ever seen a monk fly like could you fly really <laughs> and uh you know and of course i they can't fly but uh, you know i'm just you know breaking the ice with them and so finally um have you have you seen the picture of the monk on fire yeah old picture from i don't know the 70s i guess mm-hmm. of a monk who uh had another monk pour gasoline on him and uh lit him on fire and it was in protest um non-violent i guess can you say non-violent if you're burning yourself uh maybe i guess if you're uh, not doing it to other people yeah you're not running around throwing <laughs> gas on Technically. other people yeah well so but the amazing thing about it is that he does it sitting you know in the lotus position and isn't screaming so my question was was he drugged up because i had always heard that these guys got really high on opiate mm-hmm. on opium excuse me and and then did it but anyway he's not screaming lights himself or his buddy lights him on fire and he burns um and the act of doing that is called self-emulation mm-hmm. um you know monks are doing that now like, really? like today like in protest yeah Tibet is still protesting okay. and guys are still lighting themselves on fire. Anyway, so I'm talking to these monks about that. and Yeah, what did they say about that? You know, they, they, they talked about it and they talked about how it's an awful thing, but that how they're doing it uh, as self-sacrifice. And, it, and they're, they're basically talking about how they're doing it and they're doing it out of a, a, a way to try to bring attention. Like, how can we bring attention without hurting anybody versus flying a plane right. I into, was just about to, you know, yeah. into buildings and killing. So when he said it that way, I thought, what a powerful thing, man. So I'm talking to them about that and basically just learning about Tibet, man, and learning about, here's the best thing. The best moment with, with, with the monk, uh, one of the monks, is we stopped to get gas. And these are monks, right? So I'm thinking these are like spiritual like giants, right? Yeah, of course. So I'm putting gas, and he says, I'm going to go into the gas station. And I said, okay, cool. He goes in. I'm pumping gas. And he comes back. and uh, he, He's just like, I hope he's not going to ask no. me to pour gas. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. how this story ends. No. Oh, that would have been awful. I would have done it. <laughs> if you wanted me to pump unleaded 89 on him, I, I, hey, man, all in the name of Tibet. Oh, my um, God. And... He, he, we sit down and he turns to me and he offers me a Slim Jim. <laughs> in my head, man, I'm thinking like, something about this is so wrong. You man. didn't know that Slim Jim was the key to enlightenment? <laughs> no. What's wrong the, with you? I knew it was the key to irritable bowel syndrome, but I didn't know it would bring me closer to God. But here's what it did for me. It really uh, helped me understand that, you know, when people think of meditation and when people think of spiritual enlightenment, nothing happens to you visually right you don't fucking have a glow around you right you don't now float right when you become enlightened it's mental right and this idea of uh, uh because of the robes they wear and all of a sudden that there's something special they're people man and talking to these bona fide monks real monks and i mean a fucking slim jim in a rented volvo yeah right and i'm looking at this guy and i'm thinking fucking isn't this life awesome yeah like what an amazing thing, man, to be sitting here with a guy who lived in the fucking Himalayan mountains, and I'm having a Slim Jim with him Doesn't in New York City, and I'm thinking, dude, this is fucking awesome. Like, That's wild. And and basically, the last thing they said to me, and I said, I can't let you out of the car unless you give me the meaning of life. And he starts <laughs> laughing, right? And he looked at me, and he said, be flexible. Just be flexible. That's beautiful. Be flexible, people. Be flexible, goddammit. 
And on that, we're going to flex on you, and we're going to leave because it's game time. That's right. Thanks for listening, and be flexible. Be flexible. For people who don't know what an isolation tank is, basically it looks like a coffin, right? And it's made of metal and it's supposed to be like a big tub. You fill it up with a lot of uh, salt water, so much salt water that you float in it. So you get in this thing, and it's not a lot of water, it's like four inches. Um, you get in this, this tank, you shut the door, and you're coughing. Fl- you're fl- you're floating. You know, you're you're almost like describing my worst nightmare. Well, well, yeah. There's probably some people who are pretty claustrophobic. But but so you're here's the whole point of it is that you're floating in water. Okay. So essentially, it's completely dark, and you feel like you're just floating in in space. And the idea is is that every one of us, whether you're sitting down right now, driving, standing up, you have pressure points. Your feet are on the ground. Your ass is in the chair. Your elbows are on the table. Your brain is constantly processing information. Right. You may not be aware of it, but it's constantly processing stuff. The second you get in this water, and the water is the same temperature as your skin, so you can't even really feel the water. Your brain now is taking in almost zero sensory input. So it's free to freak the fuck out. Because all the stuff that it's occupied with that you don't even realize, and it's obviously quiet in there, your brain is now just fucking in outer space and that idea man i think is the shortcut to what meditation used to be mm-hmm. before you you have you used to have to sit there and isolate yourself right complete silence focus on your breathing and tune everything out so I, I think that takes years and years of practice to get really good at it uh, and even years and years won't oh, yeah. even like you know scratch the surface To be honest, man, even when I meditate for 10, 15 minutes, man, I can't fucking tell you how much that helps my day. I meditated today. I finally got back yeah. on it after... A couple weeks. You know, you know, it was crazy. Like, when I was doing it for, like, two months, yeah. and now that I look back in, in hindsight, you know, those two months were amazing. Even doing, like, five or ten minutes a day where, you know, you're just sitting. This is the other amazing thing is, like, it was so hard for me growing up to sit cross-legged. Mm. It was just like, it was embarrassing. Anytime we would go to, to the Hindu temple yeah. and, it, you know, you would have to sit, like, I just, it just hurt like a bitch. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the reasons initially it was so hard for me to get started was I just kept thinking of that pain. I'm like, oh, why, why, why do I want to do yeah. this to myself? But when you sit down and you just try to do it and you just try to focus on your breathing, just concentrating on your breathing just trying to focus on that one and only thing Mm -hmm. just you know completely makes you perceive pain differently oh yeah in in the sense that it almost completely disappears you just stop thinking about it because you're so focused on that one thing that's like you know in like the cartoons where the the guy's like you know foot is throbbing yeah punch him in the face you know it's like you know now your your focus is shifted so like you know the the pain in the leg seems like it's so much less and here's the thing though that is completely under your control you can stop and focus on your breathing whenever the hell you want yeah there's the reason this is so fascinating listening you say that stuff is because do you know there was some there's this fucking guy is is revolutionizing 
hospital pain management, okay? And here's how this fucker did it. Marijuana. No, man. <laughs> worse. Not even that marijuana is worse. This is stupid. They put on a, those virtual reality headset glasses things, and all it is is a game that you're shooting snowballs. Oh, I think I... At, I, like, uh, Willy Mammoth. Familiar. Yeah, yeah. And, and all you're doing is focusing on shooting these Willy Mammoths with these snowballs. Hmm. And I give you a little controller. And apparently this reduces patient's pain after uh, uh, inpatient operations by like Surgery. 90%. And all it's doing is distracting them. Nobody used the yeah. word distraction. Sure. And I was, and I'm thinking to myself, this is the same fucking thing you're doing when you're really trying to meditate. Yeah. You're distracting it's a yourself. Very, it's a very simple concept. Yeah, it is very simple. You're right. And it, are you are you trying to distract yourself or are you trying to keep yourself from being distracted? That's a good yeah. Because like when you when you close your eyes and you try to meditate, like even now, man, like I d I don't know if I could go like five seconds without having some thought in the my truth, head. Even yeah. if that you know, when you achieve those like, yeah. you know, one or two seconds. And then you think, oh shit, I think I got, and then it's like, oh fuck, now I'm, now I'm thinking. Right, right. And now there's like a running commentary in yeah. your head about like, you know, how ridiculous it is that right. you can't just not have right. a thought. Yeah. Because that's what your, Dude, your, your brain is designed been, yeah, to do, been, And man. it's been doing that. For, it's you've been designed, letting it. It's, it's designed to take in and process information. Yep. yep. So when you totally, you know, try to hit the reset button, yeah. For something that doesn't have like a you know physical reset, right. it's like a spiritual reset. Yeah, it's it it takes it, it takes work, and it, you know of course like you know if you keep doing it and you, you keep practicing, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna and then you start feeling you need it. The days you don't do it, yeah. you're like oh fuck, I didn't meditate today. And call it what you want, man. Some people will call it prayer. Some people will call it chanting. Some people, it, you're meditating. Right, you're meditating. You're you're in a zone. You know that, and you know how many times have you gotten great ideas when you just say it just came to me. Mm -hmm. It just came to me. You know how people say that? Oh, it just came to me. Yeah. Those moments, man, is when your brain is allowed to actually just expand and do what. It, think of other things, man. Yeah. And I think putting yourself in that position, uh, the idea of focusing on your breathing. I, I'm in the same place you you were. It's like ah, it's hard for me to do. So now I just focus, imagining myself doing what i'm doing now that's how i like forget about what i'm doing mm -hmm. like i picture myself behind myself it's like you're living first and third person at the same yeah time. yeah so that's the only way because then i feel like i'm thinking about something but i'm thinking about what i'm doing so it's like right. then i'm focused on that so anyway i don't know maybe that'll help somebody gotta get them off when you get them on this is no ordinary video game this is snow world a virtual reality game that helps manage the pain of burn patients while they undergo wound care. I think other people will kind of like it too. It was developed by two University of Washington researchers, psychology professor David Patterson. You know, there's still a lot of work to be done figuring out. And Hunter Hoffman, director of the Virtual Reality Research Center at the Human Photonics Lab. You have a strong sense of being present in the virtual world but it also uh, is quite uh, calming and soothing, and it's the opposite of fire. That's the key. It's one of the best technologies that we know of that can really capture a lot of attention. When a patient's going through a painful procedure and they find themselves immersed in the virtual world, snow world, uh, there's just less attention to focus on their pain. 
Patterson and Hoffman were introduced by a mutual friend who thought Hoffman's virtual reality work could complement Patterson's research of pain management. The result was Snow World, which has helped hundreds of patients across the country, including Max Dantzler. I liked it a lot because I am a gamer myself. Dantzler was seriously burned while camping when he fell asleep next to his campfire. He awoke to find his boot on fire. Wound care used to be an excruciating procedure for all burn patients. But during Dantzler's three weeks at Harborview Medical Center, Snow World helped block much of the pain. Looking at your burns being worked on is kind of anxiety provoking to begin with. So the fact that the VR system blocks your view, we have found helps, helps them concentrate the, their attention. Really, they have no choice. We do have some patients that will go in the virtual world and they'll be totally oblivious that the nurses are working on them and they'll, they'll finish up and, and uh, they'll come out of Snow World and they say, have you started yet? This one just uses a smartphone. Hoffman believes that new, lower-priced virtual reality goggles will make Snow World accessible to more medical facilities and their patients. This virtual reality used in medical centers is one of the best examples of how University of Washington can take cutting-edge technology and hard science that's in one part of the campus and go across the street almost the same day and reduce patient suffering. The sky's the limit as far as developing worlds and we're, we're really at the tip of the iceberg. Hey boys, how's it going? Just wanted to say congratulations for getting back onto your meditation routine, if I understood the segment correctly. The uh, impact of meditation is so beneficial and so tangibly immediate when you start doing it for a while. I mean, even if you just do it for two or three weeks, but every day, uh, five or ten minutes, as you said, real, real tangible benefits. Uh, I've been doing it for a few years now and I would never go back and would recommend it to everyone. I just want to respond to, I think it was Rich who said that meditation can be frustrating because even when you've only been doing it for a few seconds, your thoughts tend to drift. But with the Pasana meditation, which is the one you're talking about, mindfulness, focusing on the breathing, the mind drifting is the whole point. What trains your brain like a muscle is the very act of noticing that your thoughts have drifted, reaching out, grabbing that thought, and taking it all back to the breathing. In that action, that's where the benefit of meditation lies.